Yo, what's up, TS gang? Welcome to another episode of Talking Spit. This is the first episode of 2021, and today we have me and Sean's old um, teacher from Roman Catholic High School, Mr. Paul McAndrew. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, you can. Hi, uh, my name is Paul McAndrew, and I am, as Isaiah and Sean just said, I was their history teacher at Roman Catholic a um, little while ago, but they just graduated last year, and uh, I've been at Roman for the last nine years. Uh, so if a lot of people don't know, Roman Catholic is an all-boys school, actually the first all-boys school, um, started in Philadelphia, and from the outside looking in, you would think that an all-boys school isn't really, you know, standard or necessary, but it really does help a lot with academics and sports, and on top of that, the focus is definitely way better. The environment there is very diverse. And from my four years and from Sean's four years, because I know I can speak for both of us that we actually did enjoy ourselves from 7.45 to uh, 2.41 and then being after school and interacting with everybody and the sports and the environment is just really, really good. But from the teacher's perspective, what's it like teaching at Roman Catholic? I have to say it was, when I started teaching at Roman, it was, I didn't, think that I was going to end up at a place like Roman. Uh, I was somebody yeah. who, uh, I'll probably touch on this a little bit later, like I grew up in Chester County. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really think I was going to be teaching within the city, but it just ended up with job opportunities uh, that I ended up finding myself in a position at Roman. And I think one of the things that really uh, stood out to me right away uh, was something that you mentioned before, Isaiah. The, uh, the, the diversity of the school, right? Uh, and not just the diversity, but how well that diversity worked. Uh, being in, you know, some situations, whether being in college or uh, being in other schools that I observed, sometimes, you know, you have different groups, whether they're different, you know, racial groups or whether they're different interest groups or anything, sometimes that doesn't click. Uh, at Roman, those groups click. Uh, and at first it caught me by surprise. I was like, this is really strange that all of these groups work together. Like, you know, you have guys that would be considered like kind of like the nerdy guys versus like the sporty guys, or, you know, you have these guys that come from all different backgrounds and all different walks of life and just are able to get along together so well. Uh, and my, while that might not always happen freshman year, by the time guys get to senior year, that's something that, you know, I just find that's really cool. And I feel like if there's one thing that really stands out from my Roman experience, it's that. And one of the mottos for Roman is brothers for life. Uh, and you really see that grow from when I teach guys as freshmen to when guys leave uh, when they graduate as seniors. Uh, yeah, I agree with hundred uh, percent what you're saying, Mr. McAndrew, because well, me being a, like me and Zay both being students at Roman Catholic mm -hmm. and going being there from freshman to senior year and graduating, we we know firsthand like the diversity in Roman is, is really crazy if you think about it, because not every school has that many different like cultures, races, mm -hmm. and personalities in one spot, just in the middle of Center City, and like being there since freshman year, like I got like a lot of different friends and different that's are different races and in different like type of groups that 
uh, have different like interests and stuff like that. But I don't look at them any different than I do the people I, like I hang out with every single day or like people from my neighborhood. Like they're just looked at as like another one of my like close friends or one of like my brothers from Roman Catholic. So I think Roman does a really good job at like um, keeping everyone kind of in sync and like keeping it kind of like a community instead of like uh, always a competition since it's a school. It's more it's like, like a brotherly, like you said, like a brotherly community. Um, yeah, to piggyback on both of you guys said, the diversity there is very much comfortable. And it is at first glance, when you walk into the building, you see all the different ethnicities. It's like, you would think that it'd be more problems. And it really, it really isn't. Like everyone, everyone's the same. Everything clicks. It's, it's in great sync. Um, and it's not out it's also outside the classroom too as well you know like when you go in there it's like okay it's we see these people five days out of the week you know i only got to deal with it five days out of the week i just i never had that problem i never felt out of place because of my skin color um and even even me and sean's friend group had different ethnicities we had jason uh matt like and then we all would hang out on weekends and stuff like that so it's like it's really really fun to be around and a great place and you would and sometimes when I wake up, it's like, I don't even go for school sometimes, you know, it's just to see those people. And I think that's one of the best things to look forward to when attending Roman is the fact that the faculty and the, um, the students there are just amazing. Absolutely. Um, also, before, um, before we get onto the topic of speak up, the sports at Roman as well. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people go to Roman for sports. And I think that it's a good thing because we that's something, one of the things we pride ourselves on. We have a lot of sports and different um, organizations. But do you think there's ever been a problem for students when it comes to like putting one thing, like sports in front of uh, academics? I think it ultimately depends on the type of, person somebody is right mm -hmm. um i i think when people come in it all like you know you have guys that say well i'm coming here to and we we all know them right it's like the guys who are saying i'm coming at to roman to play soccer i'm coming to roman right. to play basketball right and to them like that is their priority uh mm -hmm. and for a lot of these guys it's well i'm gonna do the absolute minimum I can do to like kind of, you know, kind of skirt by, but what I'm really here for is not for learning, but, you know, to play a sport, right? Uh, so I think ultimately it does depend on really who the person is. I don't think, I, you know, and I've really seen that across like all backgrounds, it doesn't matter who you are, but it all depends on kind of that priority. Like if you're much more of an athletic person, like, you know, cause you guys know, you know, not only are those guys that are on the basketball team, the ones who are, who sometimes might get distracted by that, but it's also like the circle around the basketball team, like the guys who are really good, but like might not be like the star of the team that might get yeah. caught up in that as well. Uh, so I think honestly, it just really depends on who, who the person is, whether, they're, whether or not they get distracted uh, by sports. But I think sometimes it just takes like that conversation to be like, yeah. hey, 
you're failing in three subjects, <laughs> maybe you might want to kind of like pick it up. Uh, so I think it really depends on one, who the person is. And two, like if somebody's telling them like, hey, you're not going to be able to commit to this sport unless you really kind of turn back to academics and how they respond to that, I think yeah. really makes the difference between somebody who is at Roman or at any other school like Roman for two years or three years versus somebody who graduates and makes it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a lot of kids that don't make it like, cause we know for a fact, like we had a really big freshman class and yeah. senior year, a lot of those kids weren't there. Yeah. You got, yeah. You, I like, I was thinking about that as I was talking about your class, like you guys had a number of guys that just, that, from all the way up from you had a lot lost freshman year, some sophomore. So like, I think, as you said, Sean, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. And some of that, some of that is based off of three things. It's sports, it's academics, and some of it is just behavior. You know, people see Roman as this really strict place and it's not, it's not really strict, but they have guidelines, you know, like shaving every day, uh, being to school on time, just simple, real simple things that other schools don't really prioritize, you know? And I know I've run into a few problems where it's like, do I really have to shave my, you know, I'm out of school now, so I really, I'm, I'm no. growing it, I'm letting, I'm letting it rock. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> but some of those things can really, can really stop the progress of a student. And I think with Roman doing that at an early age for us really prepares us for, um, for college, you know? I think it's that that next step, really, and instilling that and installing that um, perfection into a fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old kid at a young age definitely, definitely paves the path for something greater. You know. So let's get off of Roman right now because I feel like we're trying to recruit students. That I'm saying <laughs> it's a it's a good school, but if you don't if you don't want to go there, you don't gotta go there. But it is and there's a great no school. free promo. No, 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 no free promo. No. <laughs> I, I was going I actually was gonna say that. I'm like, wow, this is turning. This is turning into a little bit of a promo. <laughs> yeah, but um, Roman Catholic is a great school. Um, we all enjoyed our our time there, our tenure. But um, you know, there's always the next step, and Roman Catholic definitely prepares you for the world. But to move on from that, Mr. McAndrew, me, Sean. Our years at Roman Catholic, we also were part of a club, an organization called Speak Up. And Speak Up, well, when I first joined it, I'll, I'll say my experience firsthand. I joined it my freshman year, and it was a really rough time for me because my dad died the same year. So that going on, um, shout out to Ms. Hool. Ms. Hool helped me a lot with the group group. And Speak Up, it really helped me going to this better place, you know, just talking, opening up about things that not easily talked about in today's society. So, Mr. McAndrew, the question is, what does Speak Up do for you? What do you see it do for other students? So, uh, well, for what it does, so you're at what, just repeating, what does it do for me and what does it do for like other students that I see? Yeah, like what do you, yeah, <laughs> that you see, yeah. So I think, uh, and this is actually something that I mentioned to a couple of my students this past week. Uh, mm -hmm. 
what what it's done for me, I think, has really opened the doors for me as far as looking at like my students' perspectives, uh, particularly when it's come to, I mean, really to all things, you know, especially with how guys, you know, I, you know, I grew up like I know like relationships, but especially when it came to how my students kind of face anxiety uh, yeah. and depression, but also their experiences with uh, racism and discrimination. Mm -hmm. um, I really think for me, that was just a huge, uh, like speak up for me has been such a huge eye opener um, yeah. with that, with, you know, those are, you know, things that, you know, I didn't necessarily experience, but now I'm hearing it from students that I teach or students that like, you know, I have good relationships with. And for me, like, that's why speak up for me is so important because it's such an eye opener into my students' lives. And it also helps me gain a much deeper perspective of kind of what teenagers are going through. Um, with what students are going through, like kind of how it helps students. Uh, I, I see a lot with what you were talking about, uh, that idea that, you know, it allows students to really talk about things that are really difficult for them to talk about. Something that they might not be like, well, while we're talking about world history or US history, oh, I've got, you know, something that's going on in my life that I want to talk about right now, uh, yeah. where students might not necessarily have that comfortability there. But I mean, I'm thinking, for instance, like last year, I had a conference, there was one conversation I was involved in at Roman Speak Up, where a student was talking about the fact that they were, you know, they had an addiction issue. I had no mm. clue about it. I had no clue about it, but it allowed this student to have a conversation about that and find the help that that student needed. Uh, and so for me, I see it as a way for students to really be able to talk about things that are giving them problems and giving them issues or things that they're having trouble with and hopefully maybe trying to find a way to help deal with that issue. Yeah. Uh, me personally, like I really enjoyed speak up and I didn't think I was going to, no, I think the first year I went was freshman year or sophomore year. Originally I went to get my, uh, community service hours. That was the original yeah. reason I was like, Oh, yeah. something easy. But when I got there, I actually ended up really liking the program. And I kept, and I kept like, I kept going for the rest of my high school career, every event and stuff became a member. And I think speak up and Mr. Andrew and everyone that like runs it, they do a really good job of like getting the point across. It's like, this is for everyone to talk and share their opinions about different like subjects. Like I really like um, talking to the parents and stuff and just like letting them like how they ask questions and tell us stuff about, about like how their teenager that they had is doing this or has this sort of problem or does this and they don't really understand why. Like I like shedding light on stuff like that and sharing my experiences with uh, like my parents and how I would want them to take some of the stuff that I do or want them to change some stuff like that. I like talking to parents about that to help like other like teenagers, just like, just like myself when I was uh, in Speak Up. So I think it's a really great program and it definitely should continue. Um, yeah, uh, based off of what you said and Mr. McAndrew said, I like the perspective I get, I had as a student um, and to take Speak Up and apply it to, um, outside life, you know? 
it's not every day that you get to sit down and have a deep discussion about alcohol, um, racism and stuff like that. Because one, people feel a certain way about topics that, you know, that can last long. And some things people just don't talk about because it's not really a comfortable setting all the time, you know? And when you're, when you're a student and you're in a certain class and you're trying to focus on the actual task at hand, you have so many things in your head that just need to be talked about sometimes because you because you're having a bad day and there's no really sometimes there's really nowhere to go but with speak up going on and Roman's um counseling there it's it's good it's a nice safe place to have open up and talk about discussions and problems that you have on a daily basis and it's a real eye it's a real eye opener to reality you know we're not as you, as you get older, you start to face real life problems outside of school and it gets, it definitely gets real. And one of the things senior year that um, I realized, like that I, I realized that I was getting older is the, is the pass or fail. And when I say pass or fail, it's the fact that senior year, there, was, there wasn't as much of us from freshman year to now, to, to then. And it's the fact that that's the, like, this is it. Like, this is the last year to, you know, and it, it was a big reflection. It was like, did I, did I, um, did I do as much as I wanted to? Could I have done things better? And most importantly, did I leave off on a good note? Because I remember when Mr. McAndrew said freshman year and it really, it really stuck to me. It was like, sometimes it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And it really, it really hit me because I didn't start off as great as I wanted to, but I think I did end on a really high note. And no. I applied that to uh, for the rest of my Roman Catholic career. Go ahead, Sean, what do you want to say? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Like, I didn't definitely didn't start off that good. Like, my behavior wasn't that good freshman year, nor were my grades, but I ended on a way, way better note than I did when I first started. Yeah. But that comes like with maturity and other stuff, but yeah, Mr. Murray definitely was right. <laughs> And the big part of that was due to speak up, really. It's a it's a great organization and I hope it continues to grow because not a lot of people know about it. And yeah, definitely don't. And I think I think even when I'm in college, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna push that that speak up organization out there because even even then people I feel like especially especially in college, people still need that um that break, that 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 pause because once the once it starts, it just does not stop. No, you're you're right. I feel like you know, you know when we when we do it in like the high school level, right? It's one of those things where it's not all of a sudden you should stop having those conversations. Like once you graduate and go to college, like it's yeah. still so important, as you said, to just have those deep conversations with people. Now it's not like something you're like, oh, let's talk about it. Like you're not going to yeah. talk about it every single day, but it's something where we really, it's healthy for us to have conversations mm -hmm. like that with people that mm -hmm. we know are going to take it seriously and people that, you know, not necessarily that have to help us, but at least somebody who's going to listen to us, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like for college, it's yeah. even more of a, I feel like college is more needed than high school because college, like yeah. us being in college now, is just a totally different thing than high yeah. school completely different people don't really understand that till they get there absolutely yeah, speaker was like a really good thing um so we talked about roman 
and talked about Speak Up. Um, this past week, something crazy happened at um Washington, D.C. This wasn't talked about before the episode, but it happened, and I just had to incorporate it in the episode today because I feel like it's a big deal, and it applies. Um, was it the Capitol? The Capitol got raided. Um, people call it a protest, but, and this is an open question for either one of you guys to answer would you call that a protest or would you all call that an act of terrorism? I guess technically you could call it terrorism because they were uh, they were attacking like Washington DC like the Capitol. Yeah. So I would say it's terrorism. People got hurt. So yes, I would I would throw through say it was terrorism. It was unnecessary and people ended up getting injured. I think didn't someone get killed? Um a couple a lady, people. I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, it was that was really is that was unnecessary out of pocket, and yeah, it was, it was terrorism in my eyes. I think. You know when you know when we look at these things, there you know you always have when you probably had a decent amount of people who went down there to protest, right? Right. They went down to protest. Yeah. No matter what, though, right? No matter what, whenever you have some type of protest, right? You, there's always a contingent of people that are there to start trouble, right? No matter yeah. what, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, but what those people did here was that they were able to convince, I feel, I don't know, you know, there's a whole lot we don't know about this situation yet. But what we saw, right, is you see a decent amount of people who are able to parade uh, into the Capitol uh, to be, you know, that are attacking a federal building, that are attacking uh, people who are there to, you know, defend the building. Uh, and when you're attacking something that's so close to home, when especially when what was going on inside was a perfectly legal debate about what that protest was about, you absolutely can argue the fact that it was domestic terrorism, 100%. That, yeah, there were some people there, sure, probably holding up signs, probably saying things that they probably shouldn't be, but they're still saying, they're still protesting. But at some point, a protest crosses a line, right? It's a riot. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, when you're attacking something as sacred as, you know, our democracy, like the home of our democracy, right? That, that turns into domestic terrorism um i'm not big on politics myself but from what i did see and watching it all progress into what it came to be people taking pictures take stealing podiums attacking officers and guards uh it's 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 just disrespectful toward what it stands for and what it is. And I feel like the timing of it all is just ridiculous. Um, support who you want to support. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, their choice and what they want to want to be and who they associate with. But like you said, protesting, there's protesting. And then when you cross that line, you cross that line and it was just, just plain disrespectful. Um, some things, some things shouldn't be done, you know? Some things should just be kept to a minimum. And when you do have a group of people that tend to protest and do what they want to do, 
there there are a few people, a few troublemakers, and then once you once they start, it's like monkey see, monkey do, and then you get followers, and it just turns into something 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 scary. Um, I think with the new president um, Biden coming in, hopefully there's a new change of pace, but it happened. Um, don't live in the past, but I think there's a huge two sides of America that showed their face that day, and um, it kind of hurts just watching it and thinking about it right now that it can even be debated to be a protest. In my eyes, I think it's hands down definitely domestic terrorism to me. Um, hopefully, hopefully America progresses and um, turns into something better in the near future. And the, the thing with that is that you, we really thought that in some ways we were progressing, right? Yeah. That we were progressing, but you see something like that and you're saying, well, wait a second, right? I thought we were progressing and you see something like that, which is a clear, like a backtrack of what you're seeing. And you're like, mm, well, maybe we're not doing as well as a country when it comes to divisions, when it comes to pulling those things together, then we should. But I feel like that's been known though, because of the recent events that happening the last like year, there's been a lot of like events and with like this whole black lives matter and certain people getting killed, police officers uh, getting off for charges and other stuff like that. And the president, there's this, there's been a lot of events that's been going on that show that our like country isn't in the right state of mind i don't think and we could definitely improve on a lot of different aspects absolutely uh and you know if you don't mind me saying um one of the um one of the things so i actually had conversations with my students uh very similarly to what we did in class uh when trump was elected uh in 2016 uh which it was like yeah it was like a day day in day out um, we had conversations about that. And one of the things that really stood out to me, which I absolutely agreed with, was the fact that people were saying, well, how are people able to walk into the Capitol and law enforcement is doing nothing? Yet, on the other hand, you see, you know, law enforcement really lashing out at Black Lives Matter protests. So you saw a lot of people that were looking at what was happening last summer versus what was happening at the Capitol riots that said, you know, this is, this is not equal. This is not fair. So what you said, Sean, before about, you know, the fact that that division's been plain to see for so long, like, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, I, I, I tend to think optimistically, like, you know, hopefully with all of these protests that have happened, something will change. But it's things like what happened last Wednesday where you look at things and say, well, maybe like clearly some people did not, are not listening to the music, you know? I 100% agree. Like we're, people are trying to spread the right message, but a lot of people aren't like getting that message regardless of how much we're trying to spread it. And it, sh- and it shows. Um, Talking Spit was um, made in April. It was an idea I had and I shared with Sean, um, Meech, and Halim. And we made it into reality based off of what was going on during 
during 2020 and the protests in that year. And to fast forward to now, to see that we all know that there has been a huge division and two sides of the coin where they treat black people disrespectfully versus how they treat everyone else. And to see it live on TV definitely is it's, 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 it's a message, you know? It's, it's clear as day that it's here, it's now, and it's happening. And now that people see it for what it is, hopefully we can make the progression Hopefully we get more people to join the protest that we are definitely treated unfairly, unequally, and it is wrong. Um, unfortunately, that is all the time we have today. Um, Mr. McAndrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, really appreciate um, you for coming through. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you, you know, so much for having me. It was it was yeah. so great talking with you guys and catching up with you guys again. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys are watching this episode, please give it a look in to speak up. Um, it's a great organization. Definitely Deep Talks conversation is well-rounded, well-versed, and it definitely helped in the long run. This has been a great episode of Talking Spit. Thank you, Mr. McAndrew. Thank you, Kemp. Thank you, Sean. I'm Zay, and this has been Talking Spit. Cheers. We out.